You received a call from an inmate at the Department of Corrections. This call will be recorded and monitored. If you wish to block any future calls of this nature, dial 7 now. To accept this call, press 5 now. To decline this call, hang up. Hello there, Miss Lakeisha. How are you? Oh, good, good, good. You know, when I know how tough it is on, on the children of the incarcerated. So uh, your daughter is just blossoming all over. She's doing fantastic. She's doing great in school. She's got some great friends, staying out of trouble. I mean, you couldn't ask for anything better than that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. I'm, I'm glad you're in constant contact with her and you can give her motherly advice. And it looks like you have a pretty good sister and, and uh, your mother's doing really fine too. So it's, uh, it's a win-win with you. Ah, no problem. I, I enjoy uh, opening up the lines of communication between the incarcerated and the people on the outs. It just, uh, you know, it just, it, it has more good than bad. Uh, wait a minute, whoa, uh, who'd they walk out? I don't think, that, oh, Gunther, oh, I remember Gunther, well, what in the world did he do, why'd they walk him out? Contraband, oh, boy, yeah, you know, and, and now, with all of these COs getting deemed for smuggling in contraband, I think a lot more emphasis is going to go toward vendors and visitors and anybody that goes in there that's not staff. So uh, I I guess I don't really see that as a bad thing because, you know, if I could visit you guys, I, I wouldn't mind them doing a thorough search and to make sure I wasn't taking in any drugs or weapons, cell phones, anything like that. And it's, yeah, I know you got, well, you guys are in cells quite a bit, but I, I can't imagine there's a shortage of staff where you would have to stay in your cells so much. Oh yeah. Retirement, quitting, being fired. So you have a lot of new officials down there, a lot of. Wow, that, uh, yeah, that, that can't be good in the long run. I mean, I really haven't had the problems that I had when I first started out. You know, they were constantly coming up with stuff. But it was, I was pretty much dealing with the same people. And now, with all of the the new folks coming in, I don't know. I, I, you, you know anything about the their income are they making good money well yeah that's right i did hear you could make quite a bit of money smuggling in drugs and and there's there's contraband that you can get top dollar for oh i know i know i was talking to another incarcerated person about the uh, weapons ban and i was asking do you know if it's how difficult it is to get a weapon on the black market or just out on the street and he was saying it was very easy yeah i know i know 
And and see, that's what shocks me too. It's easy to get a weapon in there. So uh, I don't really see what this is going to do. As long as we have weapons on this planet, people are going to be able to get them. And he was mentioning you can talk to your drug dealer about it. You have 60 seconds remaining. Yeah, I guess that would be, you know, that that's what I heard. If you needed a, a car or if you needed a car part or if you needed some something to pawn, you would target certain houses and go for it. And if anybody needs some weapons, they'll target houses. I think probably home invasion will increase. Ah, uh, yeah, that... Uh, that's not good for the kids. You're right. I would. You have 30 seconds remaining. I would really wish they would uh, focus on gun safety inside schools. You know, we need to up the protection there and teach the kids that guns and protection and high security, they're part of life now. Well, well thank you for calling and uh, let your daughter know I said hi. Okay. And uh, keep up the good work. You're doing a fantastic job. That that daughter is is amazing, and a lot of it is because of you. you know, Hello, and welcome to AQS Inmate Call. I am your host Joel Wilborn, and today's topic is the. Uh, current condition of uh, prisons. I know in the United States, particularly in each state, there's a lot of debate going on about gun control. I am 100% against it. I don't think we need to start taking away rights just to uh, prove a point. Because once you take away that right, then there's another one and another. And it, it just kind of it, it, it'll just grow and we need to concentrate on the real problem and yeah the abundance of weapons in this country is a problem just like the abundance of cars and you know in other countries the abundance of people and close contact but we have a great medical system here we have a really nice uh, justice system and we don't need to be throwing that into politics in our day-to-day activities. We need to let those institutions do their own thing. Let the medical field do their research, make their advice, you know, uh, be there for us when, when we're harmed and help, help educate us on how to take care of each other. And we need law enforcement to be well-funded, well-trained, and I would say weapons, let's learn to use them. There's people out there who could actually disarm a person if they're within a certain uh, area, you know, a certain radius of the armed individual. So uh, I never really had a problem with weapons. I enjoy them. When I was in the military, I carried a weapon with me everywhere I went, even slept with it, cleaned it, fired it, and uh, protected it. And I'm just not going to agree with people that guns kill people, because they don't. My, my gun was no threat to me. 
But if somebody were to get a hold of that gun and point it at me and pull the trigger, trigger, I would say it was that person's fault. And we're locking up the right uh, suspect in these cases. It's not, it's not the guy we need to lock up or ban or throw away. It's the people, and those legislators out there who say we need to set aside a little bit of money on up and security. At places that are vulnerable, because let's face it, these shooters go to places where they feel they can do the most damage, and that's usually the weaker spots. They're not going to go to banks, and they're not going to go to military installations or to police headquarters. They're going to go to churches and malls, and grocery stores, and they're going to go to schools. So if we Work on setting aside a little bit of money for the training and for increasing security, and and that could just be a, a part of local law enforcement. Somebody just takes some time to go over to the schools, wander around, and and just be there. It doesn't require a lot of them. A couple of officers at each school rotating. It, that that should help. Because、uh, I think gunmen will more, be less likely to attack a school that has at least one armed guard, or if they knew that there's a possibility that、uh, somebody has a weapon. And I also believe that we need to work on the、uh, human side of it, because the, the common denominator in all Shootings is the human. The common denominator in all crime is the human. So let's not blame the tools, not blame the environment. Let's let's blame situations. Each crime has its own motive, its own、uh, resolution as well. And I highly recommend that people that are incarcerated sit down with a counselor and just go deep. Ask those personal questions. Why did you commit this crime? Was there any alternatives to this crime? And you know, as I talk to people, I don't have a certain set of questions. I wish I did. But it just kind of pops up along the way, so、uh, I could talk to a person. A person could say something, and another uh, another uh, question come up. So、uh, I need to get that kind of、uh, mentality going for even family members. Yeah, once a person is caught and locked up, then you can just release, head out with all the questions. And we—I don't think we're really doing too too much with the correctional institutions as well, because if people are being walked out, they're being fired because they're smuggling in contraband. You know, they're only enabling the folks that's in there. 
because a prison should be gun free. It should be drug free. It shouldn't have any illegal items in there and, and, and anything that the uh, incarcerated people wouldn't be allowed to have on the outside. That shouldn't be available, but that's that's not the case. And public isn't very helpful because they're more interested in other events than what's going on inside the prison. And if somebody wants to talk about what's going on in the prison, they, they want to change the subject or they want to or they don't want to believe it. And no, the folks that's in the prison don't deserve to be mistreated. The guards don't deserve to have low pay, uh, poor medical benefits. This is something that's important, and we need to treat it like an important part of our community. There should be no shame in uh, working for the penal system. People should be able to go in there and, and do what they want to uh, do to, to, to make the uh, people, the incarcerated people, feel better and want to thrive and want to get out. We should open the line of communication. We should sit down and talk to folks about what, what they think. I asked folks, do you think a ban on guns is going to work? I haven't, I haven't yet found anybody that says, yeah, if it hadn't been for the gun laws, I never would have committed this crime. I, I don't know where people are getting that information. If you want to find it out, you should at least go to the source, somebody who's done it. A lot of the shooters wind up dying. They don't make it through the uh, ordeal. But those that do, they're a treasure trove of information. And I'll often ask, what kind of advice would you give somebody else? You know, I was talking to a co-worker and he was, he was talking about listening to music like rock and roll. And boy... I don't know if you've listened to the lyrics to some of these modern songs, but they can be quite violent. And as you're listening to that, you're thinking, is that motivating somebody to want to go out and commit a crime? Or is it bringing somebody down to the point where they were going to commit a crime if the song took that away? You know, talking about suicide, talking about... Uh, getting revenge on a, a ex-lover that's that's some harsh stuff but when my uh, co-worker was saying he listens to this hard rock because he feels that he can relate to the person and he doesn't feel alone if a person's talking about suicide he's thinking yes I'm contemplating suicide but hearing this song I can see there's there's a, a downside to those kind of thoughts as well. And maybe somebody who really is angry at their uh, school or their classmates or teachers or staff. And there's a song that plays about actually carrying something like that out, going to the school and shooting people or blowing things up. Imagine in the future they're going to start blowing things up. But for now, they're shooting folks. And if there's a song out there, we might think, why do you want to play this song to the kids? But the kids could interpret it in a different way. 
instead of seeing the the violence and acted on it it could be that they're listening to the words and for me you know I grew up in the disco age the music was important to me because I got out in the dance and, and I would sing a lyric or two but it wasn't really as important to me but then there are the folk songs there are the country songs there are those rap and rock and roll songs that actually are talking to folks and if a song like that can make a difference imagine what a counselor could do a teacher um, imagine what um, law enforcement could do with the proper training and we could really downsize this this rising crime rate not by taking away guns not by locking people up by getting a better understanding of our neighbors and i know not everybody likes living around folks and i know not everybody likes getting out and, and taking instruction from people but to skip all of that skip our human interaction it's it's not good it doesn't end up well because we end up we can do a lot of text messaging and we can do a lot of uh, social media posts and say angry things or say nice things and there's people that don't care and there's people that get roused up and there's people that, uh, that don't really know how to take it and uh, it's just distant it's us and I think the family you know they're together around the dinner table you want to watch a movie you want to do things out at the park open that line of communication keep people talking and keep the uh, family unit community resources keep these things up and running and I think we can we, we can't completely get rid of crime but we can at least make an impact on it however small and uh, in the prison we shouldn't you know there was a recent post on Twitter about the cost of sending an e-message you know people could spend 30 cents a message why in the world do we have an industry making so much money off of people who just want to talk to their loved one and try to help them get away from this crime wave why is that so bad why do we have to charge for that imagine charging people to come to the school and talk about gun safety you know you have to pay us to come to the school to talk about that stuff that just doesn't make any sense but that's what we do well hopefully uh, your line of communication will grow and you'll be able to talk to people I honestly believe that our communication and our resources you know Alcoholics Anonymous uh, suicide prevention I believe this these sources save lives and we talk about all the lives that are lost in a crime spree what about those that are saved just because grandma sat down and played a board game with somebody 
we do have that butterfly effect. We do have small effects that have big results on a lot of people. And let's keep that trend going. Let's grow it. Let's make it a part of our life so that nobody feels alone. Nobody feels that they need to seek revenge on anybody because there's somebody there. There's a good mentor. There's a good family member. A good church member. A good uh, counselor. That will work with them. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you have yourself a wonderful day. And go out and make beautiful memories for tomorrow.